The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Are you ready to get LinkedIn? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. Lori, I'm so excited. We've got Stephen Groves and Guy Powell. These guys have it all going on. We have uh, met with Stephen a number of times. We went to the Yard House. Remember? We did, yes. That was Stephen's Yard House. Great food, great Fun, great entertainment. The the atmosphere at the art house is brilliant for business meetings. He, he gets his new Mac out, and I get my new Mac out. We're both new Mac bees and stuff. It was just an amazing time, wasn't it? It was scary, is what it was. I didn't have a Mac. I still don't have a Mac yet. someday, someday somebody will. will maybe my birthday's coming up. Your birthday's coming. This show is coming to you, courtesy of Mr. Macintosh MacBook Pro 17, if I recall. There you go. There you 17 go. looks about right. So, yeah. hey, we've got some interesting things to talk about today uh, before we get into our interview. But, um, you know, I, I've had several phone calls this week. Now, a lot of times when a social media platform changes the user interface or they make some kinds of changes, it's so um, significant the people go out and read the blogs and things are talking about it. But I've had a lot of people this week saying, is something new on LinkedIn? And I said, well, what page are you looking at? You know, they're looking at their profile. And I said, yes. You know what's new this week? Oh, it, it was so subtle, Lori. The so subtle. Pictures on the left. Yeah, they've moved the picture from the right over to the left. Um, you know, I don't know if I really care much for it one way or another, but I'm sure they did the study. They got a lot of money to put on, put into clicker studies over at LinkedIn now. <laughs> Apparently they found something out there. You know, I can think of a lot of things I put those developers on. Yes. Instead of moving the picture from the right to the left, but that was probably a pretty easy motion. Yeah, it it may have been, and I think they're really studying how people use the platform and stuff. And so some of the changes they make are just, um, you know, aesthetic. Like, where's your picture? Is it on the right or the left? Others are really much broader. Um, for example, you know, one thing that they do now that that is not really new, but fairly new, is on your homepage on LinkedIn now. We can see stats of who's viewed our profile. You've, that's been there for, for a while. But a lot of people are now starting to take notice of it more than they ever have before. So what do those look like? To describe that to us. Well, you've got like three good tips into one here. First of all, <laughs> knowing how you're doing. Mm -hmm. There's... Two statistics on the right-hand side of your homepage. The first one is how many times you showed up in searches. Could be page 49 out of 50. However, however you describe it, what, how you look in, in terms of number of, of, of hits, you'd call it. Now, a hit in this case is a, is a near hit. The real hit we're talking about is when they actually will click and view your profile. That's the smaller of the two numbers. 
Corey, you and I are generally running what 30 to 50, 60. We had one day almost 100 clicks. Right. Clicks, actual views well, of the profile. But and I, I like to measure it by a as a percentage because some people are going to have a much more focused uh, niche uh, and not get as many views per day. So if they say, wow, I'm not getting 60 or 40 views per day, that might not be appropriate for them. So I like to look at it in terms of percentages. And I think anything in the 20 to 50 percent range is good. Um, I know people, we've, we've worked on profiles for people who are in a niche focus and they got 60 to 80 percent of Every, when he showed up in a search result, people saw him and clicked yep. on him. He got a lot of results, and he also got a lot of messages. People were responding and saying, wow, I need what you have, and real leads were coming in the door for him. It's about as, as creating a presence brings the business in the door because it's two things, outbound work and the inbound part. We're focused on that. Hey, we've got Guy Powell and Stephen Groves queued up all ready to come on in. Rock and roll with us, but the ROI, social media. I'm excited about that. So, Brasco, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and introduce Stephen and Guy and get on with a not one, but a two-part conversation. Two-part. I am going to jump up in there and do my guitar stick. You ready? I'm looking out for the lights. Yeah, ready? Don't hit the lights. Oh. Wow. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank. Dot com. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy to use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with AscenderCart. Learn more about what AscenderCart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network. 
WebmasterRadio.fm with the Internet Marketing Channel. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you've found the Ecom Experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mike, you know what? Today, we've already said this, we have good friends Stephen Groves and Guy Powell on the phone with us, the authors of the ROI of social media, and I've been to their site. I've read their book. Well, okay. So and I we, took it on our trip. When and, I went to Dallas and I read the book on the trip. So say say hi to Stephen and Guy. Hi Stephen guys. Guy, thanks for joining us on the show. It's 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 been great to to be able to get into your mind a little bit because we're LinkedIn folks. We're not market savvy folks like you guys are. I learned a lot from you in the last week. Thanks for writing such a great book and putting me down the path to understanding these these issues I didn't know about. What's the fundamental fundamental gist of the book well uh, let me step in this is guy um i think the the biggest thing to really think about in this case is the uh, this is understanding how influencers individuals and consumers really act and uh, although they may be similar people they fall into or act as different people uh, depending upon where and what they're doing. And I think that, that VW commercial, the, the Darth Vader uh, commercial in the Super Bowl, which is really now you know, taking the world by storm, really looks at, uh, you know, at, at at least two of those components, the individual and consumer. And then it'll be interesting to see how influencers now are, are writing about that. And, and even certainly on, on LinkedIn, there's now a whole bunch of different uh, discussions going on about uh, how people are interpreting that commercial and uh, how it fits into even a you know a model that could be replicated on the b two b space in uh, in LinkedIn you know I was one conversation that Stephen and I had at one point was talking about how things like that, which is a perfect example guy that they can take on a life of their own beyond the original airing or the original happening just because of all the commentary that goes on in the social media space, right Stephen? Right. That's uh, that's what uh, we in social media call a meme, and uh, that's where the topic itself can adopt uh, its own life, that people come up with their own meanings, they're in their own conversations around it, outside the realm of influence of the brand that maybe started it. Yeah, the, uh, let's go back to the, what the original Macintosh mm-hmm. commercial way back when that we always talk about as being a, the, the, what the groundbreaker um, what were the groundbreakers this year? We talked about the Darth Vader component. What were the other groundbreakers this year? I saw a lot of social media components there, but I was told, I read an article in USA Today, almost every, every 
um, uh, advertisement was going to have a social media tie, I didn't see it. We were counting. It was less than a one in four. Yeah, actually, good point. I didn't really no- even notice them, and I was I was uh, looking kind of with that uh, slant in mind, and and as a even a you know an interested observer, I didn't really see that many uh, real social media ties into uh, many of those ads. You know, there's there are so many ads that you see today. I think Jared is probably the neatest one, which really uses social media kind of in the observed space you know in terms of them you know having that little uh, maroon burgundy box and um, but in, in this year it, it just didn't seem to seem to be the case although you know on, on the other hand if you think about all the commercials that people thought were going to be good they were listed and put up on youtube and other video sharing sites so that people could kind of preview them so that they would hopefully for the brands then start to uh, uh, start to promote them and and viralize them. I guess is the term that you know you could maybe use with that. Yeah, and that's a that's a great example though of of why social can only be one element of an overarching uh, marketing plan. Um, they they allowed them to be released on the sharing services because again we've got a large percentage of the population in America on. Uh, the web and in social media, but not everybody is. So that by releasing them in a social platform, that's where they start driving those conversations offline as well. I think, guy. Yeah, absolutely. And and that whole now noise that is now really acting very positively for the for the for the brands and especially now twenty six million views of that Darth Vader commercial. What a what a fantastic way to uh, to plant that prior to the airing then the airing, and now all of the follow-up that's going on. I remember last year the biggest buzz around social media and the Super Bowl was who wasn't there. Do you remember that, guys? Yeah, that's where uh, Pepsi took, uh, I think they took their ad line dollars and, and invested them elsewhere. They invested them in social media and 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 in the projects of saying, hey, here are some community efforts that we'd like to support. Let's use our ad dollars to support those efforts and get people to vote on what the best ideas are. And the Pepsi Refresh Project is still going strong. And look at all the benefit that Pepsi is getting out of it, tax incentives and all kinds of things, as opposed to just spending $30 million on a, on a Super Bowl ad. Well, cause, cause marketing's become a big deal. You see the Tide, you know, the Tide brings the truck to go help mm-hmm. people wash their clothes. And at the end it says, what, uh, facebook.com forward slash Tide or something. Right. Um, we're at least seeing the trailing of that. Saw that at the Super Bowl as well. Maybe an Audi commercial at the end. I guess is their social media tie. It, at the end it says, what, facebook.com forward yeah. slash Audi cars or something, <laughs> something like that. That's their idea this year. I'll bet next year we get some really engaging stuff if it's not already done by them. I hope so. So, yeah, guys, um, well, let me let me bring this back, though. There's so many people that talk about social media and it's discussed as a business tool, but then things happen in real life when you really get engaged and you know you're engaged in social media when you go pick up your business partner from the airport and he calls you and said, hey, Steve is at Carousel, Carousel 8 uh, picking up his baggage. Why don't you go find him? 
Yeah, that happened just uh, yesterday as I came back into yesterday. town up, up here in Denver. Um, I, uh, I get off the plane. Actually, I'm, I'm on the plane as I do my four-square check-in that, hey, I'm, I'm at Denver International Airport, and I'm wandering through. And in just a few minutes, Mike is coming in on a plane that must have been uh, 10, 15 minutes behind me and says, hey, Steve, I saw you checked in. And, and that allowed us to sort of connect um, in an impromptu way uh, spend some time talking about a couple of ideas that we had, and uh, and lo and behold, if I didn't save the cab fare, so it was really a neat way. And and uh, and and I posted on uh, my Twitter feed. Behold the power of Foursquare. Uh, we all got together and connected really impromptu in uh, using social tools. It was a lot of fun. It was good to see you guys. It was our, our good friend Glenn Thayer was there forty five minutes earlier. He'd rolled out of the airport already. But there were multiple people, first time that's happened to me, multiple people that I knew that were right at the airport within the same window of time that we could, we could cross paths. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that, that creates a little problem with that is how many entries are there for Denver International Airport when you check in on Foursquare? Right. Yeah, yeah I wish there was a way that they could somehow solidify that into one you know, and, and I don't know, it, maybe it's the airport or maybe it's the terminal or the gate, but the same thing down here in Atlanta, uh, although I haven't had that pleasant experience yet where I could actually try and run into some, to, somebody and do an impromptu meetup, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's a great way to, way to do that, and I'm constantly on there uh, putting in my location and, uh, and, and hoping that somebody will, uh, will, uh, will be around that I can meet up with. That's a, that's a great example. And, you know, one of the things when you think about the B2B space, um, that is definitely a way if if your client or your prospect is is on foursquare and you can figure out you know that hey there they are man that what a great to have a an impromptu meeting and really get some face time with somebody that might otherwise be very difficult to get a hold of exactly it it shows why you build out your network in these environments because it's not just anyone they have to be within a within a network within a this within a that um, do they, or am I mistaking that a little bit, Guy? Well, I, I, no, I, th- I think you're right. I think uh, that is how you uh, you can really utilize Foursquare, and 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 especially with uh, LinkedIn. Uh, my my business, uh, I've been using LinkedIn now for uh, uh, for driving the business. I've been on LinkedIn now for many years, but for driving the business over the last twelve months and. And I am constantly amazed at how well LinkedIn is put together to really, you know, make introductions, get introductions, and really talk to people that are the decision makers that that are important to uh, to to getting to where you want to be within your within your uh, clients. You know, there's a, a there's a really great opportunity here for me to talk a little bit about how I've been using LinkedIn over the last year and a half, two years. That uh, I actually met Guy um, on LinkedIn. Um, and as I was working with uh, the social media Bible, a uh, guy was looking for some input on a project he was working on. He, uh, he found uh, I and uh, my associate at the time, uh, Lon Safko. We uh, had a phone call, and, and after the phone call, I went and checked out Guy's uh, website, found out that he had a book about marketing ROI, and I just knew that 2010 and going in here into 2011, that ROI in social media was going to be a huge topic, just a huge topic. So he and I agreed to collaborate on a book, and, uh, and off we went. Now, this was without us ever really meeting face-to-face, 
which I just thought is again a really great act, a really great story about the power uh, of online media. So that uh, Guy and I used uh, various online tools to collaborate on the book, um, and we actually didn't meet face to face until after I got off an airplane in uh, Malaysia. That's a powerful story, and it's it's brilliant how many of those happen. But Mike, we got to take a quick break. Thank our sponsors for for helping support the show and keep us on the air. And we'll be right back and pick up the conversation. Brasco, bring it on, buddy. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Round trip plane tickets, $1,100. Four night hotel stay, $900. Conference passes, $2,000. And to think how far your dollar could go every month by working with WebmasterRadio.fm. On air and on demand at some of the most premier trade shows around. We report from booth to booth, session to session, keynote to keynote. That can be sponsored by you. Plus, we throw unforgettable networking functions where your message can be conveyed via audio or video from the ceiling to the floor. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a free consultation. The Jerry Abram Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back. Oh, I, you know, we got to play that whole that whole guitar lift. We can't keep turning that thing down. We're going to do that. <laughs> We're going to have a, a an extra take a minute out. It's not going to be on. So this I can show. hear the hear the whole thing. Yeah, I know you love that. You keep saying that, but but it'll have to be on another show because this is too this great is too of a exciting. conversation. You know, guys, the 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 power of social media. What I love about your book is that you really break down for people, you know, how to find the ROI of social media. One thing I've hated to hear um, over the last the last year or so are, you know, um, the different platforms that 
help people measure the ROI of their social media. And they say that the consultants are not interested in using their products because they don't want to measure. They don't want, I don't know if they don't want to take the time, if they don't want to, you know, share with their clients how they're doing. Maybe there's, you know, how, how do we eventually get to the benchmarks of, hey, I insist on having some kind of a return, even if it's anecdotal evidence that this is working for me. Yeah, I uh, couldn't agree more. And uh, although uh, I, I'm not really a, a, a proponent of anecdotal evidence, I want to see you know real numbers and real, uh, real true connections between uh, what we're doing online and what we're doing in social media, and then uh, looking for incremental revenue that's driven from it. And I think you know in the book, the ROI of social media, we really got into that specificity in terms of how to look at the analytics and make sure that it isn't just the social media necessarily, it's also the traditional media that helps to drive the social media. And one of the cases that we did there was in Malaysia where, you know, uh, where Steve and I met the first time face to face and we did some, you know, interesting work together there. And that was really the key is looking at how traditional and social all comes together to drive a significantly better response than if you were just doing uh, traditional media alone. And that's, and that's really where the where this where this book kind of comes in, and I think we 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 nailed it with with that kind of a uh, of a framework. I I think that's brilliant, and the thing I want to point out to our listeners is that it, it you didn't just talk about you know how to measure, but I think you get people's buy in as well as on the fact that they need to measure. You've you've spent so much time and energy and money investing in this area but you also don't want to just put everything into social media that integrated marketing approach that you just talked about is brilliant you've got to have your message out in as many channels as possible well, right and that you just talked the, the, specific, the specific metrics come down to we can talk about metrics metrics it comes down to well what are we measuring and and what's the value of it there's funky metrics in the social media world I don't know that people were really assigning a dollar value to the amount of time spent on a page or a profile or in a in a discussion, you know, uh, in very long in the past ago. Nowadays, these are these new new metrics, new numbers, new new things to to talk about um, in terms of what the metrics are. Lori, we have one in the LinkedIn world. When you go to the home page on LinkedIn, right. you can see how many times your profile has shown up in searches, how many times you're in the net, right. and then how many times you've been clicked on, plucked out of the net. Those are two very valid numerical statistics you can put in a spreadsheet and show trend lines on. Right. There's got to be others. What do the guys think about that? Well, Stephen? Yeah, well, I'll tell you that um, you're, you're talking about some concepts that we cover really well in the book. And, and one of the things that I hear you talking about there is that when people talk in LinkedIn or they talk on Facebook or they talk in any other uh, online property that is not one that you own, they're talking, uh, you're talking about the postings and messages and information that's going to emerge in what's called uh, earned media. Well, there's three of those networks that you really need to pay attention to in our model. Uh, the first is what's called paid media, and that's really where you can go out and buy ads. And in the simplest form, most businesses should be looking at how they can use paid media to create awareness, uh, even as simple as just saying, well, when someone searches for information about 
the product or service I provide, I want an ad up. So that's search engine marketing. So that's an example of using paid media. In the earned media, we just talked about that, and that is where all those postings occur about you and your product and your, your, your services. And then last off is the owned and operated media. And this is where you actually get to sell your product and service. And it's really an absolutely critical component of an online presence is that you've got to have a place where the consumer can engage and convert from a consumer or from an individual into a consumer. So that's the way that... that um, we encourage you to take a look at your media networks. There's three of them, paid, earned, and owned and operated. Love it. I absolutely love it. You know, you guys make things so simple um, and understandable. And, you, you know, a lot of people, they come up with a new glossary of social media and they don't understand friends and fans and connections and, and all that stuff. But... Um, when you boil it and bring it all back to business, then I think that it makes it much more available for people to grasp and get, get their arms wrapped around. So let's, um, let's bring this conversation to a close, Mike. Well, and we're gonna, we got a special treat for our listeners, though. This is, gonna, this is part one of... We get to do more. We have so much. When we say two, we could mean a whole series here. I want to come back (laughs) and talk about the management aspect of it. We're talking a lot about the philosophical aspect. Right. There's some physical management. We'll talk about that in the next show. Absolutely. So, guys, thanks so much for joining us. You can find Guy and Stephen at ROIofsocialmedia.com. Right, guys? Is there anywhere else you'd like to direct people? No, that's a great uh, place to go and uh, appreciate it and uh, look forward to the the next round here uh, ROI of socialmedia.com is it I'll, I'll just say that I've been to that site and I think it's a fun site to be on so you can find us uh, rock the world with LinkedIn Monday nights at seven o'clock Eastern on webmasterradio.fm visit our archives on our page on webmaster radio at rock the world radio That's rocktheworldradio.com. And of course, Mike, they can find us on iTunes to subscribe and leave comments and reviews and things. Yes, they can. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Bring it on, Brasco. 